Welcome to the Fantasy Hotline, where we talk about your wildest fantasies. Elves, dragons, and gnomes. Weird systems of money, chosen ones, and more. We're your hosts, Chris and Claire. Yeah, so we are, this is a podcast for people who've read a book and feel like they have no one to talk to about it. Yeah, because you try and talk to your friends about it and they're like, I, okay, so wait, there's a system of magic? Yeah, what's that? A, a, hmm. They're just like, get away from me. Stop talking. I'm not going to read the book. Why uh, is everyone's name 18 syllables? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or one with a bunch of like hyphens and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we're hoping that this can be the answer to all you lonely people who... <laughs> Feel like they get for all you lonely people. Yeah, exactly. It's like um, <laughs> when you're at a sleepover and you see a commercial for Lava Life in 2003, and it's like call Lava Life, and then <laughs> you call it with your friends, and it's just like one weird dude. We want to be that one weird dude, but, but for elves. Yeah, exactly. All, <laughs> by the way, top tier elves. Yeah, for me personally. Oh, elves are. Yeah, yeah. That's a good. That's a good uh, point of discussion for later episodes. I agree. Your, your tiers of magical things like mm-hmm. dragons for me. Oh yeah, number, great. number one, definitely dragons are the number one <laughs> beings that humans have imagined. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're an elves, you're an elves girl. I'm an elf. I'm, or I, horses. You know, here, Chris, you, you know me well enough to know, obviously I'm a horse girl. Elves riding horses. Yeah, I'd like to be one. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. We wanted to do this podcast because we are both obsessed with fantasy novels and we're also both stand-ups and we discovered this when chris did a show of mine and we um were yelling about lord of the rings for 10 minutes we dominated a green room yeah yelling about legolas and how and all that type Mm -hmm, of stuff mm -hmm. and everyone else in the green room is like you guys should probably talk about this in microphones in private later on yeah and we were like but did you know they carved the pillars of rohan (laughs) on set in new zealand (laughs) there's screaming death before they charge into the (laughs) battle Mm -hmm. of rohan Mm -hmm. right there did you know the actor who played theoden made up the sword high five that they do before they charge i didn't know that did he yeah he did god that's so cool yeah i I just rewatched all the all the dvd extras (laughs) 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 yeah i like really hardcore binged all those oh man and I'll, i'll i'll next time invite me um yeah, so we just wanted to, yeah, we we just discovered that we we're both big fantasy nerds, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. yeah, we were like, let's make like a book group podcast, <laughs> whatever book, this is, yeah. and yeah, we're gonna, uh, yeah, I mean, how did so? How do you? When did you? When do you think you started realizing that this was hmm. all you wanted to read? I feel like I can't. I can't remember when I didn't read fantasy novels. It mm-hmm. was like. Growing up, I remember the first book I was obsessed with was Matilda, mm-hmm. the Roald Dahl novel, you know, and mm-hmm. she can move things with her mind. And I would just try so hard <laughs> to like move a book from the bookshelf. <laughs> I was like, what if it could happen? If we could do this. Like, I just, it's on me. Like, I was like, I internalized it and I was like, it's my failing <laughs> that I can't move the book, <laughs> not because it's not possible. I, I feel like that's a common, ch- I had a best friend who mm-hmm. waited up. Was it your 11th birthday? He waited up until midnight of his 11th birthday to try to get that letter from Hogwarts. Oh, my God. Stayed up till like 4 a.m. Sweetie. Yeah. No. My, my poor boy. I, I, mine was my dad reading. He would oh, yeah. like read to bed, mm-hmm. Read mm-hmm. like read my to my brother and I. And the the only books I was, yeah, I wouldn't be interested in anything that if, if there weren't like, mm-hmm. if I couldn't imagine something great yeah. and like amazing happening. So. He would like read mysteries and stuff like that and like thriller. And I was like, you know, like, what do you think of 
there were griffins like, yeah. <laughs> like i would i my my dad would also read me bedtime stories but i wouldn't let him read me a book mm. i would make him make them up yeah and there were two categories it was either <laughs> it was either peter pan or batman <laughs> need to make up the stories either way i want a flying boy yeah. <laughs> and then if he did batman i would be like and you gotta sing the song. <laughs> and I would make him go, and then he would be like, okay, like I'll tell the story now. Yeah. Um, so I was just always interested in like, I guess like not typical, well, not like realistic yeah. stories. And it's like escapism almost. Yeah, we're gonna totally. get into the nitty gritty of it. I, For me, it's just like, yeah, I, I don't want to read about our world. Like I'm of already course. in our world. Like, and it's bad. Yeah, it's I'm not seven, fun. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm already trying to opt out. Yeah, get me out of here. I want to talk to a horse with my mind. <laughs> did did Harry Potter have a big effect on you? Yeah, I yeah. so my dad is British and my my uh granny and granddad like sent us the book, like the English copy when it came out and I read 10 pages and thought this is boring as hell. Mm-hmm. Cuz like the first 10 pages is just at the Dursleys. Yeah, he's just in a closet. And then my mom read it and I was like, "Oh, is that good?" And she's like, "You wouldn't know, you're a muggle." <laughs> and I was like, "What? What is the that?" Hell? That sounded rude as heck, <laughs> yeah, mom. Yeah, I was like, "My mom just called me a slur." Um <laughs> Yeah. Uh read the book and you're like, "Actually, quite rude of yeah, you." Yeah, indeed, indeed. <laughs> um so so I loved Harry Potter. I, I think when I was younger, I was I was a huge introvert, which I know is hard to believe, but I was like super shy and quiet. And I feel like fantasy novels were my way of imagining like, oh, like I could be really cool and special and interesting. Yeah. What? what in what ways? Like uh, if I could sword fight, I could be popular. <laughs> like I remember starting sixth grade and thinking everyone here would respect me if I had a huge sword with a magical gemstone and could, and I, and in my head I was like, and I'm bringing the sword to school it's to like, be like, what's up? Like a Machiavellian analysis of yours. You're like, will they fear me or yeah. because of the sword or love me because of the sword? Exactly. Like, and I was like, I'm hoping both. Yeah, exactly. I was like banking on being loved for having a sword instead of being like okay this child brought a weapon to school did you ever do like larping or anything like that no i never went as far as larping i can find my you did you did larping i larped okay. yeah and and what was like kind of your like give me a little bit of that intro to how well, you we, larped yeah right so we were i was in elementary school and we were always like biking down by the like like by the parks and stuff and there was like mm-hmm. middle schoolers that were larping there and everyone had like foam swords and they were dressed in like tunics and all this cool stuff. And I was, that would look like the coolest, most fun thing you could do. So I got into that throughout like end of elementary school and then it like into middle school a little bit. Like every summer, just go. It was basically like instead of going to like, my friends would be going to like soccer camp or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was going to Renaissance Adventure Camp. Oh my God. So well- I, I did the sword fighting thing too. One time, to an extent, my friend and I. We knew that there was a uh, girls' soccer practice. Oh my god! So we brought our swords up and sword fought next to the girls' soccer. <laughs> practice. Okay, and so how many dates did you get after that? Oh, the, uh, every one of 100? them. Yeah, they lined they lined up and they were like night me. They're and like, the, I brought your orange. I brought you my orange. I slices. brought you this Capri Sun. <laughs> You're is... really good with that long sword. <laughs> <laughs> they know all the swords. Yeah, yeah. They're like, wow, one-handed with a rapier? Like, that's Is that incredible. a cutlass? That's yeah. amazing. Did you make that yourself? I did, actually. That is so funny. I, I went to horse camp. 
Yeah. You know. So you're Could, more. I was more infantry. You were ca- you were cavalry. Yeah, yeah, I was cavalry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that is so funny. And when you were LARPing, which if for the uninitiated, which if you're listening to this and you don't know what LARPing is, mm-hmm. you were a much more well-adjusted child yeah. than either of us, and probably had friends. <laughs> I don't. It's an acronym for something, but basically it means you're an adult-ish person playing pretend games. With it, it stands for live-action role-playing. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Live action role, pretty easy. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, it. Yeah. I should have known that one. But for me, it was I was a shapeshifter and I had a sword and it oh was tight. Oh my god, what would you shapeshift into? Like, a, like a, I think like a velociraptor or <laughs> something like that. <laughs> a little Jurassic Park. Yeah, bring in whatever I wanted. That's amazing. And the camp counselors were like, I thought they were the coolest people mm-hmm. in the world. But looking back, you're like, oh, like maybe a little maybe we should investigate some of those people oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh no like m- land pirates of yeah, some kind yeah, yeah. I, f- I feel like um my i did so much i was such an online kid i loved neopets and mm-hmm. each neopet you could have your own website for it and so i was obsessed with making my neopet have a cool website and also the neopets.com had like a fake newspaper where users could submit like stories about their neopets and i filled like diaries with like the adventures of my mirka oh <laughs> like, my. stuff like that my mirror what's a mirka it was like a little cute koala monkey with a really long tail and the website had this game that was essentially snake but they called it mirka chase and you'd have to get negs which were like a form of currency which were just neopet eggs <laughs> and so like I would write these stories and then I got I was fully obsessed with Harry Potter and I, I I don't remember the names of the message boards but I would like create my own characters and go on these message boards and and people just like posting back and forth and it was like a big deal to like go on Photoshop and find like you'd search like a uh, hot girl and like take a picture of like a girl and and Photoshop like the Slytherin banner behind her and be yeah. like yes this is what I look like it, and, oh like, full like just yeah pretending yeah. absolute freak shit yeah um, and <laughs> then that turned into that's what me. i was gonna say yeah but then i went with pretending instead um and then that then that went into uh you know writing fan fiction and mm-hmm. okay here's the big reveal yeah. which is i think this is where everyone goes with like stuff they like but especially in fantasy is at some point you're like i'm horny I gotta do something about this And it's gonna involve wizards (laughs) And me and a group of my friends In 8th grade (laughs) Had a notebook Oh the notebook Yeah and which like god knows where it is Hopefully like burned somewhere But we would write erotic fan fiction Between all of our Harry Potter characters And like the actual characters themselves And like trade it off between periods So it would be like essentially We were writing like sexy i mean nothing like obviously yeah. we didn't know what was going on but it would be like yeah hermione and snape raw dog <laughs> why not <laughs> why not we are 12 14 whatever and, and what was this friend group like like how, what was it like it was, was it mostly was it mostly women was it all all, all, girls. all ladies okay yeah and you know what i'm still best friends with all of them to this day that's bonding so it, right like, there really worked out and i I don't remember anything specific except we renamed all of the houses mm-hmm. to be like hornier. <laughs> so we were like Griffin. I'll just, I'm going to say them all. Do it. Okay. So Hufflepuff was Huffle slut. Uh huh. Yep. <laughs> and then Gryffindor was Gryffin whore. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, Ravenclaw was just Ravenhoe. We kind of <laughs> phoned that, that one. one in. We were like, we give up. We don't know what rhymes with claw. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and then Slither in. This was a real lazy one. You were like, we were like Slither in yeah <laughs> what if you there's just a have dash? to say it a little differently <laughs> exactly it's you get it slither in 
Which, wherever. We're, you know, we're open-minded. <laughs> we're open-minded. It's the North Shore. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. We were, I just feel like forever I was so obsessed with fantasy novels. And, you know, I feel like it was something where you're like, oh, one day this will go away and I'll be normal. And you're like, I cannot read nonfiction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no wands. It's, 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 yeah, it does, yeah, you're like, what? Can they cast a spell? Let's get out of this. <laughs> is there anything about this in the stock market? Yeah. Devilry. <laughs> yeah. When is the prophecy being fulfilled? Exactly. I'm fucking out of here if there's no prophecy. Oh, that's awesome. Well, um, so yeah, what a, what a, what a, uh, but how did you, God. do you feel like you, like while you were LARPing, were you also reading like fantasy novels the whole yeah, time? Yeah, for sure. I was reading like, the like the golden compass and oh my artemis fowl and yes. stuff the golden compass had a big influence i always liked the day like the demons or the da- demons demons yeah yeah damn yeah the mad demons just following everybody <laughs> around yeah that was, was so cool it's just like mm-hmm. that you have like a little spirit animal yeah. like that that still like sticks with me i still think that's really cool do you feel like part of the reason why fantasy novels appeared appeal to you is because you were like what if animal like it was all about animals yeah. like so oh. much for kids is animal related uh-huh. i loved pets yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, what if I had a pet that was also like my soul? Like that, that's like <laughs> what it is in, in Golden Compass. Or like, mm-hmm. yeah, just like, yeah, it'd be tied to have like a, a steed of some kind. Yeah. yeah. How cool would that be? I have a vivid memory of coming back from a field trip some sometime and just thinking, what if like a horse showed up and like broke down the door of the bus and was like, Claire, get off. <laughs> <laughs> Take like, I will take you away, Claire. <laughs> yes. And then you're like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Yes. Everyone will finally recognize I me. I will be getting off this bus now. <laughs> yeah, like the I wh- have a horse that <laughs> might be romantically interested in me. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, I'm I think I'm in love with this horse. It's actually a prince. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's a horse in public. But when we get home, he turns into a full prince. Yeah, and he is also, he's my age. Nothing wrong with this. Nothing wrong at all. He's only six months older than me, and exactly. that's fine. Very normal. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, all that, like, the animals thing is a good point. I remember mm-hmm. um, I bought, like, I uh, had, like, a, a dragon's, like, guidebook or Ooh. something like that. I remember okay. it was, like, this big, this big, like, picture book that it was, of the perspective of some guy who was going to all these different remote parts of the world mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and discovering the dragons that lived there and all this freaking cool, like I feel like I know the book you're diagrams. talking about. Yeah, if I could get that book, it would. In it, and if I had a coffee table, it would be <laughs> on my coffee table. Wait, you don't have a coffee table? I do, but it's more like covered in beers from last night and <laughs> and the and a bong. You know what uh-huh, I mean? Uh-huh. I'm very cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Chris is trying to impress the I'm listeners. Very tight, listeners. All three of you for now. The beer, uh, it's an I. It's all IPA. Nope. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> IPAs are Miller, bad. Miller High Life. I would drink a Miller High Life over an IPA. I'm a any high. Day. Yeah, a nice frosty, a nice frosty buddy is. As our mutual friend Maddie Ryan would call <laughs> I like to put hot sauce on the edge of my cheap beer. Whoa. It's kind of game changer. What? Yeah, you just put hot sauce on the rim. So every time you take a sip of the beer, you also drink hot sauce. <laughs> that, that and is, I like it. I don't know if I'm really into this idea or super concerned for you, but I'm going to try it. It has like a name. There's like <laughs> there's a thing for there it? There's a thing for it. Can't remember it. Oh, man. That's cool was, as hell. you know, a secret amulet, yeah. I'd remember, if I'd this remember was the in name. A, <laughs> if this was a fantasy novel, it would be a mighty strong cultural thing. Like, yeah, exactly. Hey, you put hot sauce in the rim of your beer in this region, do <laughs> yes, you? Like, yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, we all do that in dumb gnomnia. <laughs> dumb gnomnia? Yeah. 
<laughs> the Dumnomnia. That's an old name for a kingdom in England, I'm pretty sure. Really? Yeah. I feel like I should know that being half British. Mm, yeah, you really should. Yeah, I go there and the queen beats me. <laughs> Doesn't recognize me. You don't know Dumnomnia? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, um, man. So I feel like, okay, we should talk. So in this podcast, we are going to talk to you about um, different fantasy books that we've read mm-hmm. and kind of break them down and, and talk about like the tropes in them and our opinions on them and that kind of stuff. And yeah. like, like you said, like we want to be, we want to, we're each other's friend that is the only person that we can talk to mm-hmm. about these things. Mm-hmm. And but so, our overlap isn't even that big too. No, no. When we made our list, so we're going to have a list that we'll be talking about later, but when mm-hmm. we made our list of books that we wanted to read, one thing that I noticed immediately was not much overlap. And mm-hmm. then the more glaring thing that I noticed was that I had all male authors and you had all <laughs> female authors. Yes, yes. Or should we say male identifying authors and female identifying? I want to be right. I don't know how to. I think you got to stop. I, did you, I nail it? I did it okay? I think it's okay. Okay, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, I think it's all right. No. But yeah, so like that was weird. I immediately felt my inner like sexism guilt <laughs> i was like i'm not reading works by women what's wrong with me well like, you know i don't I, well okay first of all i want to read the note you put in the google doc which it was in all caps said holy shit all authors are, are men i'm a sexist <laughs> yeah i didn't i didn't know but i had i had a, I had a subconscious zero interest in reading anything but male authors but i weird. think there's like like if you think about how both of us and most people I think get into fantasy, you're reading it as a child mm-hmm. and then you grow up and you keep like reading in that same vein. Yeah. And when you're a kid, there's like, what is, what is marketed to your parents? Like almost every book I read was like special girl fantasy novel. Yeah, like yeah. girl who can talk to horses, mm-hmm. girl with this power. And you know, you see it in fantasy books that are published today. Right. So I do, it does make sense to me that like, yeah, most of the, most of the stuff that I was reading was like, yeah, yeah like Artemis Fowl was like boy who, yeah, chosen, chosen teenage boy genius. Yeah. Like, I did was, read that though. Yeah. Or like, uh, I mean, I guess Golden Compass is written by a, um, it is a and woman, it, and it's no, it's right, not. Oh no, it's not. It's written by a man. But the a woman, a woman's the or lady. Like, it's a female a, main a, character. Yes, yes. Yeah. Lyra, and then yeah. like she has like she teams up with a guy eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I got well. My really when I think about high school, I just became obsessed with Mercedes Lackey, who writes like just lots of horse girl type. Never books. heard. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. Anyway, so we. I feel like it was fun to see though. Cause like yeah. I, sometimes I feel like I'm like, Oh, there aren't, I, I've read all the fantasy Me books. Me too. I look for, look through stuff and I'm like, it's gone. They're all gone. But it, yeah, doubled my reading list, which yeah. is great. And yeah. it's like, clearly, <laughs> clearly I have not. No, I have not read all the fantasy books. Not at all. Um, so do we, do you want to get into our yeah. list? Yeah. Okay. So, so what we decided is that we, once we kind of compared notes on what we already read, we mm-hmm. decided that for our podcast, we're each going to pick, three books for the other person to read. And so we're going to take turns reading those books, discussing them in an episode. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's kind of the big reveal moment of the yeah. podcast. And we'll be this, I guess in the reveal order is the, the order we'll be reading them in. Yeah. Sure. Okay. And so, but the first book, so for the next episode, mm-hmm. do we want to talk about that, that book first? Yes. Okay. okay. So we decided for the first episode, we were going to kind of come to, well, I guess the second episode, this yeah, is the so, first oh, episode. Okay. Interesting. This is, this is episode I, zero. Well, this is why I need to be on a podcast with a man because <laughs> this little brain yeah. can't handle oh, that. Oh yeah. Though, that is, you're welcome. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, one through I 10. I mansplain numbers. What? Good. No, 
what even are those? They're a I man. only look at pictures of flowers. They're a boy thing. Uh. <laughs> Numbers are for um, boys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the color blue. And the color blue. Yeah, pink um, That's is for girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All uh. right, so yeah, this is episode <laughs> one. <laughs> or is anyway, Claire was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Let it to be known. Let it to be known. Um, yeah, so I became obsessed with this book. Uh and it's kind of like a hot new author in fantasy. Mm-hmm. Tamsin Muir is her name, and the book is called Gideon the Ninth. Yeah. And I read it right when Chris and I were deciding to like do this podcast, and I was like, "Dude, you got to read this book. It's yeah. so good." And that was kind of t- for me, like, un- well, I guess unbeknownst to, cl- I was like, "I want to read this, and if it's good, then I want to do this podcast." Oh my god, kinda. it was a yeah. test. I was kind of like, "Let's see what the taste, what her taste is." Wow. Yeah. Just wow. yeah, yeah. I guess a little diabolical of okay. me. Okay. Yeah, but, but I twisted w- actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I was like, I, I did I kind of no, I didn't really tell no, you. No, no, you had a secret but, plot this whole time. Yeah, this time. whole time I'm the, I'm the evil one. Uh, oh my god! Meanwhile, I was like, if he can respond to an email, then I'll do the podcast. <laughs> with him. Yeah, yeah, kind of more low stakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Low. St- I, yeah, I, I was all about what I had to be responsible for you to want to do it, and uh-huh. I, and then for me, I was like. She better have good taste. Oh my uh, God. <laughs> yeah, no, but it was so, I'll be processing this later. It was a good book. And that's the book we're gonna uh discuss on episode one. And yeah, yeah, yeah this she, is episode zero. If that happens, if yeah, Claire's not know. really mad about my you, you can't see when I am my, get staring daggers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my diabolical test might have derailed the whole thing. But it makes sense though. It was a good book and and it's super it's yeah. It's I hope she I hope she has a long career and writes tons of books because I wanna I read, read one, stuff written like that. It's so good. And I read, I was like on a plane and she has a novella that's like, I read it in like an hour and it's about a princess who gets locked in a tower by a witch and kind of like what she does to escape. And it's like truly twisted. And it was like one of those things at the end where you're just kind of like, I don't even know if I like this. Yeah. Like she doesn't go back to being a princess. I don't want to ruin the novella for you because it's really good. But reading that, I was like, oh my God, I have to read the other stuff mm-hmm. she wrote. Do you think she writes... It might be like a subcategory. Like, mm. is her stuff more like grim, dark? Do you think within fan, like, I, yeah. it's not like high fantasy. No, which it makes you feel good and things are green or anything yeah, like no, that. Yeah, no, it's, it's like, like fucked up, yeah. kind of. Which I like. Yeah, which I There's like. Blood and all sorts of like weird, almost cannibalism and like it's yeah, like, it's dirty. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. your fingers hurt when you read it. Yeah, or she something. swears all the time, which it's, I like because. I'm sure we'll get to this in other episodes, but when fantasy authors try to make up fake swear words, it, my opinion, sucks. Oh, it's the worst. Just don't do it. Yeah. Say fuck. There's going to be no word that you will be able to have like the same sort of cultural resonance as for a reader. Mm -hmm. If someone's like, fark, I forgot my sword. You're like, yeah, exactly. Like, ah, nine irons. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, ah, chips and eggs. Ah, the winds. Yeah. yeah, Cursed by the four furies. You're like, just... God damn just it. Say swear. fuck. Yeah. Just say fuck. Yeah. Well, th- that bring. I mean, I guess that kind of smoothly goes into my first book oh, that I want to okay. recommend. Already. Yeah. I'm ready. Are you ready? Are you going to tell me? Are we going to go back and forth? Or are you yeah. going to say, all, okay, yeah, back and forth. That, right. Do you want? Yeah. Let's do so that. So that was our first book. And now we're going to go into the three choices by each of mm-hmm, us. Mm-hmm. So getting the ninth, we're going to get more into it next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, and then I guess, will this be our the second book that we're reading this one yeah and yeah. we'll have like a little like we'll have some uh description in in the like podcast so if you want to read along with us we'd love absolutely love for yeah for that to happen so we'll post a schedule essentially of all the books we're gonna tackle we're gonna tackle tackle books. i'm going straight academia yeah. we're gonna tackle <laughs> we're these gonna really tackle hard these. cross sections of literature <laughs> 
<laughs> well, the first one um, that I want to read is called, is Best Served Cold by Joe Abercrombie. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's a super cool book. About revenge, if it, I might guess. Yes, <laughs> it is all about revenge because revenge is best served cold. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, heavy-handed title there. Um, yeah, I think Joe Abercrombie is like probably, probably one of my favorite authors that's still writing right now. Mm-hmm. Like he's just... So everything's like very realistic. It's a, uh, it's like kind of I would say like low fantasy, grim dark for sure. Okay. But it's like, what would you define grim dark as? Uh, like they go for like realistic, realistic stuff over okay. over like amazing things. You know what I mean? Okay. Like instead of like you see the hero struggle. Yeah, yeah. Inst- okay. Instead of the instead of the hero fulfilling a prophecy, it mm. turns out there was never a prophecy or something like, like yeah. you know, or he's not even a hero or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's more, mm-hmm. yeah, Joe Abercrombie has written most of his book. He's trying to like subvert tropes I see. throughout. And, Ooh, um, cool. Yeah. So this, this book, it's not the first book you're supposed to read in his mm. series, but it was the first book I read of anything he read. It's a one-off. His books are written. He's got a trilogy then three one-offs that take place in between mm-hmm. the, and then a second trilogy. And it's all in the same world. All the of? same world. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, you know, there's ma- the, the world is set up. It's like magic is dying in the Ooh. world. And there's, it's, there's no, there's just humans. So mm-hmm. I'm sorry. There won't be any elves. You know what? Um, I will be okay. There's a few horses. Uh, <laughs> all right. I'm back in baby. <laughs> uh, there's b- barbarians and it takes place in like kind of this, um, city state continent like very much it's called mm-hmm. styria it's a lot like uh italy and it's about a woman who they eat a lot of pasta there yeah <laughs> they, they, there's tons of rigatoni is, is that offensive i'm like i'm eatable <laughs> it will be soon apparently but oh, okay. for now we Whatever. can get away with okay. meet the ball uh, <laughs> and it's about a woman yeah it's you like you said it's revenge it's about a woman who's um she, they attempt to kill her Mm -hmm. and it's a seven part book about her taking revenge on the seven men that tried to kill her. I love that. It's just so like gritty and like there were parts where I had to like put it down. I was like, Oh my God, that's fucking disgusting. Like amazing. Like, yeah, he's just, and he's so, he's so vivid and yeah, I'm just, I'm excited. I hope that cause that book got me, fully mm-hmm. entrenched in everything he's written. So. I've never read any of Joe Abercrombie, but I've seen his name. Like I know he's like a prolific fantasy author. Yeah. Author. Yeah. Yeah. Offer. <laughs> offer. Well, that's actually pretty accurate. He does kill a lot of his characters. <laughs> he offers them. <laughs> yeah. He offers them to the gods. Yes. Um, cool. I, yeah, I'm excited. It, like, I feel like this is going to sound so judgmental. I, I feel like part of the reason I didn't read his books, I was like, Abercrombie and Fitch Dude, loser agree, <laughs> like I, that's agreed. so cruel <laughs> I would see it on my I like to Goodreads yeah. you know the, and mm-hmm. you can type in all the books you've read and it'll give you recommendations mm-hmm. of what you sh- and his was always on the top and I was just like no I'm not reading anything that just freaking ripped jeans like yeah I'm, I'm like oh I'm god out of here <laughs> it's like takes me emotionally back to a place of like walking by the Abercrombie store in the mall and being like I am n- disgusting yeah. like look at these hot people I'm not one of those exactly I'm yeah. like my mom will look at the polo shirt that's $50 and like say it's not worth it yeah. <laughs> and force march me out of the store yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like on a leash well yeah I think that yeah that'll be a good first choice I think yeah okay. we, can't, we can't judge a, a book by its author's name <laughs> is the lesson <laughs> yes there. yes one of the many we will be dispensing to you with our wisdom yeah. so okay I went well i'll just reveal my first pick i was feeling nostalgic uh-huh. and so 
Mine was Moss Flower by Brian Jock. Okay. Uh oh. Hell yeah. Okay, he's looking at the list. I love it. I lo- I'm not changing the list. Um, good. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I I picked this because I loved Brian Jack's books growing up. I loved Redwall. I just was like so taken by them. And I had recently reread Redwall and Lord Brocktree, which uh-huh. are like, in my opinion, two of the the ones I I mean, Redwall is like the original one, which is kind of funny because he references like the outer world, like one of the evil rats in Redwall is like from Portugal. And you're like, wait, what? (laughs) 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 Is this like taking place in like Spain or like why? You know, there's no context and it kind of shifts in the books. But Mossflower, I remember really loving and he just is such a good writer and his characters really stick out. I mean, if you when I think back on all of them, it does sometimes you're like, okay, yeah, it gets like a little repetitive in a way, but yeah, it was such a formative book. I'm curious to kind of revisit it now as an adult instead of being in high school. And, um, we can kind of discuss the age old question of like, are they mice size mice or are they like big size human? That's the one mice? that always do truly. Yeah. You're like, are, are, and then are there humans? Ever? Yeah, I mean, well, you, they, he references Portugal, but then it never in in the later books after Redwall, like when I read Lord Brocktree, it's like a very contained world. Mm-hmm. And I will say, I do remember feeling like debating, like I was debating this topic when I was in middle school, and it's like, <laughs> it's like in the Renaissance when all these philosophers were like, how many angels can fit on the head of a pin? Yeah, like, yeah. it's like, were they human sized mice or were they mice sized? <laughs> Answer the fucking question. <laughs> like we will never know. <laughs> is the abbey just a hole or is it an actual abbey? Yeah. Like, yeah, like, exactly. It, yeah. How do they build it? <laughs> it's like the questions you're not supposed to ask because it's fantasy I'm and the really mice getting are caught up. But yeah, I have no problem with the existence of dragons or centaurs or anything, but yeah. how big are the mice? Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> it's like, I have to know. Someone tell me, please. I've re- actually, this was my college degree. <laughs> how big are the mice? This is my thesis. Yeah. I never found out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were left with more questions. Exactly. I did not graduate. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I feel like Honestly, you know Brian Jacks, I'm assuming. Yeah, oh yeah. Have you read Mossflower? Uh-huh. Okay, I figured this was going to be something we had both read already. I'm, yeah, I'm excited to reread, though, because the same thing is kind of what you said. It was mm-hmm. like, I read it. I remember I read, like, basically everything Yeah. He when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had a big influence on me le- loving fantasy. Like, mm-hmm. I think my dad read a lot of a lot of Brian Jacks to us when we were little, for sure. Cute. Yeah, so... Yeah, same, same, same situation for you. I'm excited to read it as a, uh, well, full-grown adults. Sl- Let's be honest, steep. we're both thirty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I ho- are you thirty? I'm twenty-nine. Oh god, I'm gonna yeah. off myself. After this. I'm, I'm thirty. Uh, dude, that's when I, I so for our, I just had uh, coronavirus nineteen, oh and that's honestly what <laughs> I thought for the first like three days. I was like, well. I'm getting close to 30. Hangovers are bad, they tell me. Oh, my God. It's like, <laughs> I feel like aged when you say that. I was like, oh, man, I'm like, I guess it's just a real bad hangover. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's true. I had three glasses of wine the other night, and I woke up, and I was like, okay, I didn't drink 65 ounces of water. I'm yeah. decrepit. My hangovers are getting worse, for sure. Um, well, all right. Do we want to go in the next book? Yeah, I okay. want to know. Cool. So this next one, I feel like is like the bad, it's what, kind of got me re back into reading mm-hmm. again um and it's i think i think one of the better like cross sections of sci-fi fantasy you know what okay. i mean and it's red rising by pierce brown 
Um, rising. Okay, happens to me once a month, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a brutal way to say that. <laughs> Sorry, my red is rising. Oh uh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to use that in my real life. You should. Like, People will get away from you. I feel like I can't go into work. Like, my red is rising. <laughs> oh, God. Like the dog. <laughs> my boss is like, okay. Like the Worried about you. Oh, <laughs> uh, this book good. I'll So what sucks about it is his this is the first one of a trilogy mm-hmm. and it's the worst one for sure, mm. I think. It's like very <laughs> he wrote it when he was like 23 or something, which it you can tell it's like it's got it got Hunger Gamesy vibes to it, but it's like Romans in space and there's like cool lightsaber type things and it's like just a huge epic um, you know, like, like a saga, dr- saga, yeah, like a dr- a drama. I don't know mm. what the word for uh, space opera, space opera, yeah. yeah but it's yeah. very like he's definitely influenced by Dune and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And the reason I, I know we're mostly fantasy, but it's just it's still got like so many of those like aspects and like mm-hmm. visuals that are very much fantasy. But cool. there are spaceships and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just a really cool book and kind of got me back into mm-hmm. reading again. So. Yeah. I'm excited to read it. I, I feel like I tend to go more pure fantasy than sci-fi. Yeah. Like only recently, like Gideon the Ninth is kind of sci-fi-y. And yep. I, I, yeah, I mean, I've read sci-fi before, but I'm still just like, I want my, like my bread and butter is like people wearing cloaks in a forest and yeah. that kind of shit. Yep. Um, which, you know, it's kind of my second pick. Let's okay. Go. So I've mentioned this author a couple of times before, Mercedes uh-huh. Lackey, and she's yeah. best known for writing the Valdemar series. Okay. She's written too many books, uh-huh. I think. She's written like over 30, and the quality kind of degrades. Yeah. yeah. You're like, this character's really cool in one book, and then the next they're totally weirdly different. Like, why? Yeah. But she's created this like really incredible world, and she has this set. Uh, kind of like Valdemar is the main kingdom. And so she started writing these companion, like a co- sort of companion trilogy that happens in a couple kingdoms over. Uh-huh. And it's called um, the vows and honor trilogy, but it's all short stories with some novellas in them. So you can kind of read any of the books oh, cool. in any order. Uh-huh. And one of my favorite one is called oath bound. So the series it's like oath, blood oath bound oath breaker uh-huh. which is like sick i think that's like so yeah. good in terms of a series names and i like oath bound because you get um honestly like a really broad swath of like different experiences for the two characters which is like uh, a swordswoman who's sworn to her goddess because she had to take revenge of her whole clan getting killed uh-huh. and she teams up with this sorceress and they become blood sisters and work as mercenaries And so they go around like fighting demons and that kind of thing. And the sorceress has this sword called need, which Mm -hmm. is a magical blade and will essentially fight for her while she's called need. Yeah. The sword is called need. N E E D. Yeah. What a great name for a blade. It's a, such a good name, but the, the kind of hang up of the sword is that the benefit is of getting to use it. You know, it will fight for you. It'll block you from getting attacked by magic. But if there's a woman in danger nearby, you have to go help them like the sword will make you do it. (laughs) And so like they kind of have like ones where sometimes the sword's like on the right track or sometimes they get kicked out because like the sword responds to like a woman yelling at her husband, but she like actually loves him. So they kind of get these like misadventures, but at the same time, it is some of, in this book specifically, it is some of the most bloodthirsty scenes where I'm just like, wow, like 
this is so violent. Yeah. <laughs> this is like rape and revenge in some cases, but taken to like the revenge is just like insane. Yeah. And she never makes her characters kind of pay the price for being super fucking violent in a way where I feel like sometimes female characters get roped into about like, oh, they feel guilty or whatever. And they're like, nope, this is my job. I had to fucking gouge his eyes out. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, thanks. See you later. But yeah. they're just really compelling characters. And I find myself like thinking they're some of her better books. So I love it, was it. also kind of like a, nostalgia for me i mean my first two picks like i said kind of nostalgic but yeah she writes books for adults so i'm, I'm really curious to see what you think of them i'm stoked i also unfortunately it seems like i'm i just it feel like a weird Why? serial killer almost but i just i don't when you say like yeah there's like blood and guts and all that mm-hmm. stuff i'm like yeah that makes it better for me like i, I mean it's cool when, it, when it's too like nice and like friendly mm-hmm. and stuff i'm like oh god like, well i feel like both from what we've said both of us like a touch of realism yeah, in yeah, our fantasy. For sure. Like it's not easy running around killing people for a living. Mm-mm. I would assume. <laughs> no, it's got to be tough and blood gets everywhere and why don't we write about that and mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the guilt mm-hmm. of being like a hero. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, We'll, totally. we'll get into that more. All right, well, my my third book, uh, which I guess it's good because it's my third choice versus where your first choice was, but it's also <laughs> it's also Brian Jocks. It's, uh, it's the, the Tagarung. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Which, yeah, just I just remember that one being like one of my favorites. It's more like a um, that one's more standalone, right? It's not. Yes, yeah. I I remember it, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like an otter yeah. gets raised by like yep. a weasel, and they try and turn the otter bad, and then the otter mm-hmm. kind of realizes yep. that he's he not maybe a bad he's guy. not a bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just remember really liking that book when I was little, and like like full out playing yeah. pretend games where I was the Tagarung or whatever. Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the chosen otter and all that stuff. And just, yeah, I loved, I, yeah. And uh, Brian Jocks again, I just, I couldn't not put him on the yeah. list cause he was so uh, influential totally. when I was a young, a young lad. I'm excited to reread that one. I think it's interesting. My friend pointed this out to me the other day that in Brian Jocks books, his characters are like kind of like their moral arcs are generally fully formed. Like his, world is like if you're a mouse you're good if you're a rat you're bad yeah yeah yeah. so it's like okay this is the one where he kind of plays around with that a little bit yeah um also sidebar before i reveal my third pick if you were in brian jock's world what would you be i think an otter yeah i would be a hare yeah what what might no what what might (laughs) what what might pass the trifle (laughs) yeah yeah. the the hares were like fast talking yeah, and the mm-hmm. otters were like more like river rat type, uh, like but good guys. Yeah, they were cool. Yeah, yeah. they're like they're like the hot kids from the other school. And yeah. they like drive by and you're like, oh my god, is that an otter? They can throw slings. I mean, stuff with slings, <laughs> really good. And I just grew up. I grew up on like rivers and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> I be, yeah, you'd be an otter. I'll I'm a river you guy. That. I love rivers. Okay, so my last choice is more contemporary, and it's by this author I've become fully obsessed with. I've read almost all her books. Yes. She's so good. And this is the first one of hers I've read, and it's called Who Fears Death uh-huh. by Nettie Okorafor. Oh, oh, I've heard about her. She lives, like, outside of Chicago. Oh, really? Yeah, I follow her on Twitter. And cool. she's, like, a prolific writer. She just, like, produces she's so much. She's up and coming. She's written a bunch she's of like, stuff. She's, like, okay, I wanted to say she's coming, but yeah. <laughs> she's up. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, the more okay. normal yeah, way yeah. to say that. No, she's, uh, they're turning Who Fears Death into a series on HBO. Oh, cool. And George R.R. R. Martin is producing it. Oh, fuck. Okay, with yeah. With her. So that'll, it's going to be that's the stamp. so good. Mm-hmm. And so her, it's kind of set in a post-apocalyptic world and it does talk about like race and stuff like that. And so basically 
the main character is the product of rape by a white man mm-hmm. to her mom and she's born um with these magical powers and i believe she's an albino i could be remembering that incorrectly but i believe she is and so she kind of has to go like accept her immense power and magical destiny sort of and go on this quest to essentially like kill her dad yeah and he's trying to kill her throughout the book like through magic means but the characters are really striking and it's just like it truly was reading something that i had never read before Mm -hmm. and i was like this is so good i was so taken with it and the characters are also clearly drawn and also you i like it when the characters aren't easy to like you know sometimes yeah for sure where you're like well i'm really getting yeah and i'm getting the full emotional picture of what it would be like to you know have like an origin of birth where your dad assaulted your mom yeah. and like that's crazy to unlikable characters are almost out. they're almost more likable i well, don't yeah. know how that makes when someone's like mm-hmm. so perfect and you're like all right we get it you're yeah. the, the freaking best yeah like i'm out yeah i put down name of the wind for that reason what is we name were, of the wind supposedly one of the better like fantasy novels written in like the i think the early 2000s mm. patrick roof Ruftus or something. It never, Patrick Roof is a good name. Patrick Roof. Uh, <laughs> My name's Claire House. <laughs> <laughs> he never finished the books, but the oh. apparently they were like you know everyone loved him, a big mm-hmm. cult following. But I, the main character was just like two, the best all yeah. the time. So like they always know what to do. They're always nice. They're the or best something. student all the time. They're like the they're the chosen one, and it's cl- yeah. So yeah. I'm I'm excited. I've heard really good things about that. Her, yeah, her stuff. I own one of her like she wrote this it's kind of like a trilogy of novellas called binti that was so good um i think that one's come up on my uh you can borrow it recommended i have it really? in hardcover i couldn't stop myself hell yeah. yeah i had to buy it i know i'm a big e, e- I, I do audible or uh have it on my uh on my well actually on here okay and, he picked uh, up a gun yeah. um. <laughs> <laughs> on my gun uh, and <laughs> And yeah, some sometimes the books are so good, and you see them in like a used bookstore or something yeah. like that. And you're like, I gotta get it. I gotta I don't get own it. Yeah, I, I want that. I want to totally. look at it. I've never really even opened it, but I want to look at <laughs> but it. But I gotta know. I had to look. I had to buy Gideon the Ninth just because mm-hmm. the names. There's too many names. Um, Reading them or listening to the yeah. names was just. Get, I was losing track of everything. I know. Okay, we're about to wrap up, but I want to give a little teaser or just. I'm excited to talk about Gideon the Ninth because I was so hesitant to read it at first based yeah. on the way it was marketed to me which is like amazon or google ads is like we can see this girl's bangs and we know she's probably kind of gay yeah. so <laughs> won't you want to read about lesbian necromancers yeah, and in I was like, space yeah i was like yeah. Mm, try harder yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they were i mean in, in a teaser i mean yeah gideon definitely is attracted to women but it's not mm-hmm. like it's, it's not, not like a lesbian like yeah it's not like it's not there's not sexual a overly almost sexual, at all yeah just what the main character is just like yeah she's got a great ass like that yeah, <laughs> like, like, yeah. cool like, she'll be like and what she did was so hot and you're like she's yeah she's just so funny yeah she's so funny the way it, it's written is so good um well hell yeah, yeah. oh my god this has been our first, first episode. episode we hope that you know you could kind of see a little bit of yourself in us yeah. in our freakish childhood <laughs> yeah <laughs> you played sports i wanted to have sex with a horse yeah. <laughs> and my sports were foam swords yeah. uh yeah hell yeah well yeah this has been so fun and yeah read gideon the ninth before next week and um we'll be here to discuss it with yeah, you. Yeah, we will. We're excited. Um, we don't, do we even have comments yet? 
we don't know. But no? yeah. say something in the comments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so put some in it. Let us know if you want us to read a book. If you ever uh, interacted with me on a Harry Potter forum, do not comment, <laughs> like, or subscribe. And if you were on that women's soccer team. That, <laughs> Call Chris. <laughs> that, that, yeah, that, that I sword fought next to. Why didn't you date me? Yeah, I was exactly. so impressive. Kind of the big question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Cool. Fenito. Fenito.